Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Related Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Bible. And oh my goodness. So I woke up to a text message from my amazing podcast editor, Annie. She does like all the production and everything saying that I had to re-record the beginning part of the podcast. So for those of you who are watching on YouTube and for those of you listening, I had a mic glitch yesterday and the first like 10 minutes of the episode was just like an entire shit show. And, you know, first I'm like, is there anything that we can do to just salvage it? But I listened back and I was like, that's not fair to you guys. So just in case you are listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube and you're listening and you hear a different, like a shift in the mic. That's what happened. We're human around here. Sometimes it's like, we're not like all the tech can go wild. And I think we're still in Mercury retrograde. So it totally explains why all of this is happening. But a couple of really awesome announcements that, you know what, it just works out that I am re-recording it because I didn't tell you guys about this yesterday. I have a really, really awesome free coaching session planner that I am going to include the link underneath the description in the description box or in the show notes so that you can go ahead and um, download that. It's entirely free, a beautiful workbook. And then I also have a free three-day challenge coming up at the end of the month, September 26th, 27th, and 28th. For those of you who are listening after those dates, you can still click the link below and experience the challenge. It'll just be the recordings. So if you are somebody who is wanting to start, kickstart or grow or scale your coaching business using transformational tools that are, that really work and receive my proven techniques, uh, my proprietary goal setting formula, learning um, different ways to blast through money mindset blocks, and also the four steps to manifesting even more money that I use on a regular basis, you're going to want to get inside of the free challenge. It is going to be a lot of fun. So yeah. And anywho, that is my whole spiel to start. But I wanted to talk today about the foundations of success coaching. So basically, last week when I was talking all about what coaching is, what it is not, I actually received so many messages from you guys like saying thank you and that it was super informational. And the show got a lot more hits than than normal in the first week. So I am so excited that you guys like that. And I'm really pumped about the direction of the season. So today we're going to be talking about the foundations of success, the three C's of success. We're going to talk about the requisites for success and what is important for the client to realize in order to achieve success. And then we're also going to take a deep dive into yourself as a coach, as an aspiring coach, as someone who is growing their business. We all want to support our clients in experiencing the highest level of success, right? So that's pretty much the reason why we started our business because you know, or why you're thinking of starting your business is because you know, you really want to help people at like a deep level 
deep level. Maybe you just aren't sure about how to hold space for them, or maybe your coaching feels a little bit vanilla right now. But wouldn't it be so amazing if you knew exactly how to do that and you can just rinse and repeat it every single time? Well, the first part of today's episode is going to be diving into the three C's of success. This is going to really, really catapult your coaching sessions from feeling like mediocre to wildly transformational. So this is this is going to be amazing. So the three C's for success are number one, the client's commitment to success. Number two, the client's commitment to action. And then number three, creating accountability from session to session. With the first C of success, commitment to success, both you and your client must be 100% committed to success. This isn't committed to perfection, okay? Because by definition, perfection is something that actually, I don't even know what the definition of perfection is, but essentially it doesn't exist. Like perfection doesn't exist unless it's on a scantron. Okay. And honestly, there's so many people who are wearing that as a badge of honor. Like I'm a perfectionist and blah, blah, blah. But like, guess what? That's not serving you because perfectionism, like it keeps you stuck. It keeps you from ever getting started. And with perfection, that's actually the lowest standard that you can strive for because it really doesn't exist. Okay. So this is why we want to commit to success. You want to commit to excellence. So if you're committed to success and you're committed to excellence, then you're going to always be striving for your best on that day. And that day can mean 1% better or 10% better or 80% better. But if you're committed to perfection, then we're going to be in this state of like fight or flight freeze and because it doesn't it doesn't actually exist in our world if you are coaching um if you are striving for mediocrity then you're going to get mediocre results so your clients should always be committed to excellence and committed to total success and one of the things that i always like to ask my clients and my students before we get started in a session is um what is your definition of excellence what is your definition of success? So we have their definition of excellence and their definition of success, and then they can continuously um, strive for that. And then you would take a look at yourself too and say like, what is your commitment to excellence? What is your commitment to success? Because when you're committed to success of your clients, you aren't responsible for your client's success. What you are responsible for is stepping into your version of success and your version of excellence so you can hold the space for your clients so that they can receive the biggest and best transformation possible while working with you. The next step is commitment to action. So you and your client should always end with a contract or um, like an agreement that states that the client will um, take action in between each session. And you might want to also tell them which specific actions they're going to take. So because research shows that when people make a commitment or a written or verbal commitment to something, they will do everything in their power to remain consistent um, with that commitment. There's a statistic that says when you write a goal down, you're 50% more likely to achieve it. 
And when you actually voice that goal to somebody else and hold yourself accountable on like a day-to-day, week-to-week basis, you're 90% more likely to achieve that goal. All right. So that's the power of coaching. You're going to be holding your client accountable, but you're holding them accountable to their commitment to their success and their commitment to taking action. Okay. So if they... Something that I do with my clients um, when they work with me one-on-one is I have them send me their list of daily non-negotiables, and I'll also have them send me a message when they've completed them. So what this does is it allows the client to commit to those things, hold themselves accountable with somebody else, because nobody wants to check in at the end of the day saying like, nope, I didn't take that action because I didn't feel like it, or I got too busy and my goals aren't that important. So having that commitment to action is crucial because the other thing that I think is really important to mention here is like when you're manifesting something or when you're setting goals, like the missing piece is the actual action that you're taking, the aligned action to achieve those goals. And hey, it may take you closer to that goal. It may take you further away. If it's taking you further away, at least you're taking action and then you're able to understand what the actions were that were working and also what wasn't working. So there's no such thing as failure here. It's just feedback and information to know what works best and what what doesn't. And then the third C is creating accountability from session to session. So your job as a coach is to hold your client accountable. So when your client commits to something and then doesn't follow through, you actually must let your client know that that's not acceptable. That's not going to help them find success. Like they're paying you to call them out. Now, I once had a coach who was like very loosey-goosey about this and was like, well, you said you were going to do this and blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm paying her to call me out. Like I'm paying her to call me out on the bullshit and this and the stories that I no longer want to subscribe to. If your client isn't taking action, that means that there's something else going on underneath the surface that's preventing them from taking action. Maybe it's a belief, maybe it's um limiting decisions or limiting beliefs or limiting thoughts or uh, negative thoughts or maybe a memory that they had and it's like preventing them from taking that action because of something that had happened when they were younger. And as their coach and as someone who is is trained in mindset and the subconscious mind, you're able to hold that space where you're able to guide them through transformational techniques and um, modalities that will allow them to eliminate those things at the core so that they can take action. So imagine how possible, how what is possible for your client when you're able to dismantle those limiting beliefs and those obstacles that are preventing them from taking the action that will allow them to achieve the results that they want to achieve, right? Like, I think, I think that's invaluable, but the accountability from session to session as the coach is like, you're listening between the lines and you are observing between the lines, what's happening in between your sessions, because the real work comes outside of those 60 minutes that they have with you or the 45 minutes or however long your coaching sessions are, because you're creating and structuring um, an action plan. You're creating and structuring their commitment, right? And then when they go off into the world, if they're not taking action and they're not staying committed, there's something else going on underneath the surface. Okay. So your job as a coach is to ask these powerful questions to help them uncover these things that maybe they didn't even know autopilot. You are able to help them determine what the obstacles are. And then you're also able to help them um, remove those obstacles. So they're able to achieve the goals that they're coming to you to achieve.
So next we're going to talk about the requisites for success. So essentially this means like what has to happen with your client in order to achieve success. Okay. So they need to realize three, three essential things and that's possibility. So your client has to believe that the goals are possible for them. They have to realize their ability. So they need to know that they are capable of achieving their goals And the third thing that they have to realize is their worthiness. So they need to believe that they deserve to achieve their goals, okay? So let's dig into possibility here. So maybe your client doesn't believe it's possible for themselves at first to achieve this goal, but it's important for them to understand that it is possible. So in order to open up our mind for infinite possibilities, it can be helpful to take a look at other people who've already achieved that goal, which means that if that person achieved it, it is possible for anybody. So this is like taking a look at somebody you want to model your success after or somebody who's a role model for you. Now, when I first started my coaching business, I wasn't sure it would be possible for me to replace my corporate income. And that was a huge thing. Like I really, really wanted to do that. And what ended up giving me the idea that it was possible to do this was like, I started to see other coaches out there sharing about their income goals and the money that they um, were making. And that's like a big part of why I share about how much I make as a coach. And, you know, (laughs) you get a lot of hate on that, but honestly, If I didn't see this in the beginning of my journey, like if I wasn't shown like what would be possible for me when I started my coaching journey, like money wise, impact wise, I don't know I would have ever began. I remember way back in 2019 when a mentor of mine shared about her first $50,000 month and she was just within like her first year of coaching. I was like, oh my gosh. If she was able to achieve this within one year of starting her business, that means I can do it too. And that's something that I tend to think of someone as like giving you welcoming and like inviting you to take a look at what's possible for you too. It's like expanders, possibility portals, people who are already doing the thing. So if it was possible for them, that means it is possible for you too. So for your clients to first believe the goal is possible, they can look at someone outside of themselves that it's been possible for, and then take threads of that and relate their life and things that they're doing to um, show that it is also possible for them too. Another example of this is for the longest time, people thought it was impossible to run um, less than a four minute mile, which is like wild and crazy and all of the things when you think about it. But for nine years, people tried to break this record and there had never been any luck. And then in 1954, so here's a little history lesson for you guys. Roger Bannister came along and broke this record. Okay. And because he did this, as soon as people saw that it was possible, someone then broke his record. And then just over a little month later, that record was broken too. So that's the idea of taking a look at other people who who've done the thing in order to show you that it is possible for you too. So you can even take a look at your own life. Like what 
do you want to achieve? Who's achieved this already? So because they've been able to do this, that means that you can do it too. So the next step is ability. So they need to know that they are capable of achieving their goals, right? So most of the time we don't believe that we're able to do something until we actually do it, right? So your ability to do something is very closely tied to your belief in what is possible for you. So if you can change your view from like, I can't do X, Y, and Z, or like, I can't achieve this. Instead, try on this new belief of like, I can strive to do my best on a daily basis. Like, I know that I've been not able to do things in the past, and now I'm able to do them. Like, for example, like my morning routine. And I know some people will call me like a crazy psychopath and like all of the things, but like my morning routine, like I wake up three days a week at like 3.45 in the morning and I go to the gym at four for a 4.15 class. And like, you were to ask me like five years ago, even last year, if I would be able to wake up at that time and still like function like a normal human being, the answer would probably have been no. But we had some circumstances change where I'm like, I can do my best to make this possible. And now it's a part of my routine. So it is like, I do have the ability to do this and it just comes with tweaking certain things. But the key here is to just keep going, to keep trying things on, to keep moving forward. Remember, there's never such thing as failure, only feedback. So as long as you believe something is possible for you and you stay consistent on the journey with attempting to achieve it, you will reach your desired outcome. Yeah, it might take time. It might might take trial and error. But as long as you're keeping that consistency and your commitment to the vision and tweaking it along the way, you're going to be able to switch up your strategy and then you're going to be keep, you're going to just keep on going because your success is 100% inevitable. If you think that you can do it, if you believe you have the ability to do it, if you have a mission and a commitment to that mission, it is inevitable. Yeah, it might take time. You may take the detour, but as long as you have your end result in your GPS, you are going to get there. And the same thing goes for your clients as well. And then the last step is worthiness. So worthiness, this is where your client has to believe that the goal, that they are worthy and deserving of achieving their goals. So even if you know something is possible and you have the ability to do so, if you don't actually feel worthy of the thing, then all bets are pretty much off. So for the longest time, I didn't feel like I deserved success, specifically a like a type of monetary success. And I felt like other people were just way more deserving than me. Um, I just didn't believe that I was enough. And I had this weird belief that my, my success was taking away from like other people's success. So when I was able to actually reframe this and see how my financial financial success was actually what would be able to serve as a catalyst for other people's success, things shifted immensely for me. And now my worthiness is so closely tied to like fulfilling my mission. It, fills me up to help people launch, start, and grow their coaching business in a way that is so aligned and in integrity where they're holding space for people and creating deeply transformational experiences for their clients. Like that is my mission. And from the flip side of that, I used to think like, how can I charge money to help people? But now I'm like, no, because I charge money, People are committed to their success. They're seeing the shifts in their lives. They're growing. They're staying committed. They're 
committed to the outcome. They're experiencing the life beyond their wildest dreams. They're making money. They're helping people. They're really just doing the things that they say they're going to do. Like that's really freaking cool. And like, that's fills up my cup of worthiness and deserving every single time. So I want you to ask yourself, what is something that you're desiring to achieve in the next 30 days? So I would say like set a goal for yourself. And if you're someone who already has a coaching business, or if you're someone who's wanting to start your coaching business, just know that there's so many people out there that have done it because they have believed it was possible. They believed in their ability to do it. And they shifted from feeling undeserving and unworthy to feeling worthy of that success. And they were able to create this life because they took the steps in order to make it happen. So again, it's commitment to the vision. The same Again, the same thing goes with your clients. And when you commit to your clients, your clients are going to commit to their results. I want you to think about if you are feeling like unworthy or what you would desire to feel instead, what is this feeling of unworthiness actually costing you? And what's likely to happen if you continue having this belief, right? What needs to shift? What is the truth of your higher self? What is the truth of the version of you that already has all of the things? And what would it feel like to try that on? What would it feel like if you were actually operating from the space of like, I've already done the thing? What would that make possible for you? And what would that make possible for the people that you want to help, right? Like you are so beautiful. You are so powerful. You have a set of experiences and memories. And these have all shaped who you are. So by staying committed to your vision and believing in the sense of like, this is possible, I have the ability and I am worthy of this. Like you are going to make so much progress towards your goals of being a transformational coach so much quicker than you could ever imagine. And, you know, again, if it, If it's even just taking a look at somebody else, for example, like someone like me who, you know, I have a history of like drug addiction and I was a serial job searcher and like getting new jobs all the time. And like, you know, I have like, I have a story, right? I've been to some really shitty dark places and like, if I'm able to do it, anyone's able to do it, you know? I think it's really important that if you want to help somebody make a shift and really guide them through deep inner work, then first believing in yourself is um, the the prerequisite for for all of that. Um, So I hope today you loved the session. I wanted to give you like a deep dive into, um, you know, the foundations of success. And we're going to keep talking about this over the next couple of weeks, um, really digging into coaching, because again, um, this is what I do. This is what I love doing. I love teaching this and I love equipping you with skills to better support yourself, your life, your friends, your family, your community. And um, if you're a coach, then your clients. So I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing week. I hope you are loving this new turn and you're learning something new. And always remember that you are you and that is your superpower. I will see you all here next week. Thank you for listening. Remember to review and like and comment and share and all of the things. And I will see you next week. Bye.